church, let's quickly open up in prayer and then you guys can take your seats. Lord Jesus, we love your presence. There is nowhere else we would rather be. I pray for a spirit of wisdom and revelation, Lord. I pray none of us will leave you unchanged by you. I pray we'll move, we'll leave you moved by you, that you'll speak to every one of our hearts, that your will will be done, that I'll get out of the way and you'll have your way. In Jesus' precious name we pray. And all of God's people said, Amen. Awesome. You guys can take your seats. I loved um, Jess's offering, just kicking off our theme, making it fun. I actually thought she said, I've got a red bull. So I was like, and then she said red gold. So um, yeah, very bad habit of mine. I enjoy red bulls. Don't drink it, guys. It's not good for you. Stay away. Um, But I love my energy drinks. Kit Kat's not as much. Oh my word. Jess is on fire today. Yeah, let's give Jess a big round of applause. Awesome. So we're going to be talking about making it fun. And who thinks that a little bit more fun in life is a good thing? Come on, we all need a little bit more fun in our lives. I'm, I'm so for this. Um, and if you're thinking, is this something we should talk about in church? I'm going to kick it off with some scripture for you guys. We're going to look at Ecclesiastes chapter 8, verse 15. And this is what it says. So I recommend having fun because there is nothing better for people in this world than to eat, drink, and enjoy life. That way, they will experience some happiness along with all the hard work God gives them under the sun. Okay, so there's two parts to that scripture, but I want to focus on the first part. I'm going to read it again. It says, so I recommend having fun because there's nothing better for people in this world than to eat, drink, and enjoy life. There's nothing better than having fun. It's in the Bible, right? So the Bible recommends that you and I actually have fun. Now, I've picked this apart. I've looked at this. Obviously, we can't look at the first part in isolation because it goes on to say, so that while you are working hard, life will be good, right? So the two go together. It's not just we have fun. We're going to be working hard, right? Is it just me or is life full of hard work? Sometimes it feels like there's a lot of hard work in life. Whether you are a CEO, a stay-at-home mom, or a home executive, whatever you want to call yourself. Um, If you're a teacher, whatever you are, life is full of hard work, right? And raising children, you know, looking after elderly parents, it's hard work. So God's saying, you're not going to be able to escape the hard work. So you might as well. Make sure you have some fun while you're doing it. Amen. Have some balance. Create some balance. And so really what we're going to be doing in the series is talking about how we can add joy to the journey. Because come on, we only get one life. You get one one life and then we get to spend eternity in heaven. And I don't know about you, but I want my journey on earth to be enjoyable. I want to make good memories. And I think you guys all do too, right? You want to you wanna have fun. 
But a lot of us don't know how to have fun emotionally and spiritually because we're caught up in so much chaos. Like the world's, the world is cray cray. 2023, the world is absolutely crazy. And I don't think it's going to get any more simple, right? It's probably going to get more complicated. And God doesn't want us to get in this place where we're just in this rut. We're just doing, you know, we're living to get the paycheck and pay the bills. That's not the life God has for us. He has so much more for us. He doesn't want us to be going through the motions. He wants our life to be enjoyable. That's what He wants. He says, I've come to give you life and life to the full. Life should be good. Not always easy, but good. Now again, please don't get me wrong, okay? I'm going to just emphasize this because I saw some eyes sparkling at the back there. The Bible does not say that nothing else matters more than having fun, okay? It doesn't say that. It says there's nothing better than having fun while doing life, which includes hard work. That's what it says, which includes serving, you know, grafting, studying hard for your exams, um, you know, arriving at church and packing our chairs, making sacrifices. Um, especially as a Christian, we're called to live for something bigger than ourselves. So there's a big difference to just having fun and having fun while you're living a life of purpose. Are you all with me? Okay, cool. So no one's going to say I preached heresy today. That's just want to clear that up. Awesome. But the best ingredient that you can add to your life, I believe, is fun. One of the best ingredients. Now, I am not a very good chef, okay? Um, I'm a very, like, we eat a lot of grilled chicken, which is healthy, okay? But I mean, fancy dishes, I'm, I need help in the kitchen. I've told you guys this before. I have other talents, but I, you know... Uh, yeah, my poor kids, so they eat more grilled chicken. I, I just make myself feel better because it's healthy, okay? But the point is, if you are making something and you make it with just one ingredient, does it normally taste nice? No, even I know that, okay? Pizza with just cheese is boring, right? But take a pizza and add some cheese and some avo and some bacon and some feta and that's pretty good, right? See how simple I have to keep it when it comes to my recipes. But one ingredient is boring. Lots of ingredients. It's tasty. It's healthy. So what I'm also trying to say to you is that life is going to have lots of ingredients. But an ingredient that you don't want to miss out on is fun. It's like, I know, with cooking salt. You need salt. Food without salt is bleh, bland. Except if you have high blood pressure. Then you have to... Okay then you just have to suffer, I'm sorry. It's for your own good. You want to live till 100. Kaya's going to live till 110, so she's not touching the salt. <laughs> sorry, I went off track. Kaya, why you always distract me? <laughs> my favorite. I definitely, my favorite singer. Sorry, I really am lost. Thank you. Thank you, Saki. That wasn't in my notes, though. I'm going to focus quickly on four points about fun. And the first one is that fun is intentional. Okay, fun is intentional. Now, 
Sometimes funny things can happen randomly that were not intentional, right? Especially if you live with my father. Okay, you guys all know my father, Graham. Um, I lived with him until the age of 23, and my dad is hilarious. Not on purpose, though. Um, so I have a lot of funny stories I could tell. One I thought I'd share. Okay, so this was completely unintentional, but it, it gave me joy for, for months. I, I'm going to sound a bit sadistic, but you guys, it was really funny. Okay, so he was preaching in Tableview, right? And he decided he, he loves to do illustrations. So he, he was going to do this illustration where he had his board shorts on and his jeans over his board shorts while he was preaching. And he was going to explain how it's like you're taking off the baggage and the heaviness. And so in the sermon, he decides to, I, I wish he had spoken this through with someone, he decides to take off the jeans, okay? But unfortunately, the jeans and the board shorts decided to come down in front of a packed 500-seater congregation. I'll just say this. He had a long shirt on and his undies stayed on, and so it was all good, okay? It was totally PG, but it was one of the funniest things. I mean, I think the whole church was filled with joy. I mean, it was hilarious, and he has a good sense of humor, so he can handle it. Okay, but my point is, funny things are going to happen. Joy is going to come into your life. Fun's going to happen, and it's not always going to be intentional, right? Okay, if you're lucky enough to have a dad like mine, I could go on and on and on. Um, but a lot of fun will only happen through you if you're intentional. So fun can happen to you, just accidentally, but normally fun's going to happen through you if you're intentional. And as Christians, we're called to bring fun into the world, right? And so it takes intentionality. I want to say this. It's not everybody else's responsibility to add fun to your life. Like, I can't, I can't rely on my dad to make life fun. I have to be intentional. And especially, I think, in marriages sometimes, we, we feel like our, our spouse needs to, you know, make us happy and, and keep us laughing. And, and you know, like really, um, in, in, in a marriage, your, your, your fulfillment should come from God. Hey, you're both fulfilled in God, and you're there to bless each other. But you need to be somebody that's actually going, I'm coming to the party and I'm actually going to intentionally bring some fun into this household, you know? And listen, as a mom, sometimes it's hard. You feel like you're doing all the homework or you're doing all that, you know? And, like, and then dad gets to like play, you know, wrestle and whatever, whatever, and have all the fun while you're doing all the hard grafting. But actually, sometimes you actually have to stop and talk about it and go, hey, like we both need to bring fun. Are you with me? Because it's important for how you're going to bond with your kids. If I look at my children, my youngest, Zara, she is one of the most fun-loving kids you'll ever come across. She is loud. If you walk into my house, you'll hear Zara belting out a song from anywhere. If she's in the shower, if she's in the bedroom, if she's doing her makeup in the bathroom at the age of eight, she will be belting out a song dancing. She's a big personality. She's confident. Um, in grade R, she was voted Miss Congeniality, and the, the, the teacher explained it as, um, I actually wrote it down. It was so cute. They said um, she was, um, where is it now? Oh, okay, so she was voted Miss Congeniality for having a very big personality and being the girl that everyone wants to be friends with. 
Okay, so Zara brings the fun. She knows how to bring the fun. But the other thing with Zara is if there's no fun, she might drop you. Okay? Because <laughs> she wants to be where there's fun. Now, I'm her mom, and I want to be with her and bond with her, so I've got to make sure I'm fun intentionally. Seriously. Like, or she'll drop me like a hotcake. Hot you know, she's fun, but she's not perfect. And so when I'm with her, I've got to be intentional. But it's pretty easy. I know her love language. I want, if I want to give Zara the kick of her life, I say to her, do you want to paint my nails with glitter? She's like, oh, yes. And then she'll lay out a blanket and she'll put music on and she'll paint my nails baby blue and then she'll put silver on. You can actually see she did this for me in the week. Um, that's like, she's in heaven. We're bonding. This is fun. This is her love language. Then we'll go in the car and I'll make sure I put on Zara's playlist, okay? We always do our Jesus songs first. And then afterwards, we, we play whatever she's singing at her singing academy and we'll belt it out and we'll make it fun and we'll sing together. And, and I, want her, I want her experiences with me to be fun. Like we're laughing our heads off. We're having fun. I'm being stupid. It's, it's fun. Because then for her, she wants to be with mom more. And, and, and she enjoys me. And it's actually quality time. So, yes, it takes effort, but it's so worth it. And here's the other thing I want you guys to remember. Often the most meaningful things in life aren't great fun. Okay, so I have to take Zara, say, to a netball practice, and maybe it's a 20-minute drive. It's not fun driving for, for 20 minutes in traffic, is it? But she has to get there, so I might as well make it meaningful time and be intentional and have some fun. And, and so I have a choice. And studying is not fun either. It's not. I've, I've just, I'm redoing grade five. I'm like, oh, I already did this, you know. But I've decided Juliana has to pass grade five, the older daughter. So I'm helping her. I'm teaching her how to study on her own. But while we're doing it, let's make it fun. So I'm teaching her how to study by association. So um, we make up some crazy associations, um, but we, it's hilarious to us, okay? So do you guys get what I mean by studying by association? So we'll go, okay, this word rhymes with that word. So when you think, uh, and anyway, we, we have a ball. Okay, we make it funny. And then um, she quizzes me like a drill sergeant. So the neighbors must think we are cooked because we're pretty much shouting at each other. So give me the five causes of dehydration. And she'll like bolt it up. Da, 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 da. And like for us, that's fun. Okay? Like to the neighbors, they're going like, what the freak? But for us, it's fun. It's how she studies. It makes it enjoyable. She actually gets it in her brain and it becomes a bonding, a funny experience and not just this pain. Are you with me? But we've got all these meaningful things that we have to do that are not always fun. Driving in the traffic to work. Oh, I mean, I could go on and on. How do we make it practical? I think the, the most important thing is getting our minds right. Okay? Because the Bible says that the joy of the Lord is our strength. So for me, waking up in the morning and going, okay, here we go. I'm driving to work. I don't have to drive very far like these days. But um, I used to have to do, cheesh, I used to drive to Mitchell's Plane and back. That was like freaking, I think it was 90 Ks each way. And um, you've got to make the most of that time. So in the car, 
what can I do? I can go, you know what, God, thank you so much that I have a job. Thank you that I'm employed. Thank you that you're protecting me, that this car has angels surrounding it because I'm a Christian and your word is full of promises that belong to me. So thank you that I'm protected. Your angels all over me. Thank you that your word says I am the head and not the tail and I'm highly favored. So I'm going to have a great day at work today. God, thank you that you, your word says you know the plans that you have for me. They're plans to prosper me and not to harm me, to give me a hope and a future. So I'm walking into your favor. And you know what? I start to say these promises. Suddenly I feel joy because I'm not just walking into a random boring day where I can't wait till five o'clock. I'm going there with an expectation of God's blessing, of knowing that I'm actually on a mission. I'm living on purpose, okay, for a purpose. I'll say, God, um, your word says the boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Thank you that I'm where I'm supposed to be. Thank you that there's somebody's life I can speak into today. So now I'm waiting. Who, who can I speak into? Who can I actually ask if they need prayer? And I equip myself. And you start to feel joy. Then you worship God. When you worship God, you cannot not feel joy. We just sang that last song, hallelujah. You know, you're the one who set me free. Death has lost its grip on me. Those are powerful words. If you're thinking about those words, how do you not feel joy and happy? So it's just that intentionality. Even raising your kids. We all have to raise our kids. We need to make it fun. My mom was so good at that. I really want to be like her. So remember now, I grew up in the 90s. So, you know, it was a bit different. But um, she had this minivan and it, it would fit 10 kids in the back. And she would pile like 10 of us in the, in the back of the minivan, no seatbelts. And she would drive us to the pick and pay. You know where the new disc, disc cam is in Tableview across the road from Bayside? It just to just be the pick and pay. And she'd drive us to that parking lot and she would speed over the bumps. And we would all go flying up in the air, landing on each other. We thought it was his great fun. For like an hour and a half, she would drive us around it. You guys are looking at me like I'm mad. My mother's mad. But we loved it. Like it was so much fun. And all the kids in the neighborhood wanted to know when we were going again. And they wanted to come. Uh, seriously, like it was the most fun. It didn't cost money. Okay, um, it was, but we, I mean, we loved it. It was quality time with my mom. It, for her, it's an hour and a half, although I think she got, a, she, she got some kicks out of watching us in the rearview mirror, like landing on each other. And, you know, she's got a bit of a sadistic sense of humor. But for us, it was so much fun. Didn't take a lot to make us laugh in the 90s, eh? You guys are like staring at me like, that's not going to work on my kids, eh? Like, they're all strapped into their car seats and, uh, yeah. And all our cars buzz like crazy if the seatbelts aren't in. But life was fun. Everyone wanted to hang out at our house. It was the house where there was always fun. People want to be where there's fun. So we can be intentional. Even things like serve day. You know, we do things like serve day at church. You can actually make it a fun thing for your family. But it's all about the way you talk to your kids. So even the way you talk to your friends. I mean... It's, it's your attitude. So you can, you can go, gosh, it's Friday night. I better go to bed early. Can you believe I have to be at the church tomorrow on a Saturday at 9 o'clock? I mean, 
Like, you know, uh, um, and I've got to pack clothing. Like, I haven't had a hectic enough week. But if I don't go, my view group leader will notice. And they're going to think I'm backsliding. And, oh, my hat. And then I'm going to get a white. So I'm just going to go. And we can speak like that. Or we can say to our friends, flip, I'm going home to bed tomorrow. Because tomorrow I get, I get to serve my community. Listen, yeah, God's blessed me with so much. Look at my cool clothes. I'm gonna, I've donated some clothes because God's been really good to me. And tomorrow I get to serve. I get to be the hands and feet of Jesus. It's going to be awesome. The Bible says Peter is one day in his course and a thousand elsewhere. So I'm going to be blessed in God's house on a Saturday morning. There's nowhere else I'd rather be. You enjoy sleeping in. I'm going to go serve. I'm going to store up treasures in heaven. Like, and you can get amped about it. Hey, it's, it's, it's how you look at it. And suddenly serve day is fun. Because you're on a mission. You're living life on purpose, for a purpose. The way you talk to your kids, exactly the same thing. Hey, Juliana and Zara, you guys have the opportunity to go and be generous tomorrow. Look how blessed you are. Look what you have. You know, there's kids that have nothing. And you can go and serve them tomorrow. You are so blessed. It is so cool that you get to be a part of something bigger than yourself. And it's fun. Now they're pumped. They're excited because they're a part of something bigger than themselves. Are you guys with me? And if you live in the Khuyev household where we're super competitive, we go, whoever packs the most packets gets to choose the movie tonight. And then the girls are like on a mission, you know, and you make it fun. I wrote you, let's shine joy. It sounds so corny. I'm preaching to myself here because I don't always get this right. We are called to be the light, right? But you can't be the light with a dark face. And that's why I said I'm talking to myself, because I'm one of those people who I cannot hide what's on my face. I, I wish I could, but like, if I'm annoyed or upset, you can see it, you know? Which is, so I need to speak to my face. Smile. And... <laughs> I've got to tell myself, Leanne, you're privileged, you're blessed. This is a first world problem. Get over it. You're called to be the light. Put a smile on your face. I can promise you that there is nothing better for you as a person, for you as a married couple, for you as a home or a family, for you as a church. There is nothing better for you than having fun. It will bless you every area of your life. Are you with me? Now, a lot of Christians, and especially, you know, chatting to my parents, when they grew up, they saw fun as very fleshly or carnal, you know? Like, fun is not godly, you know? Like, it's that whole, like, Christians, we don't laugh, we don't tell jokes, we're very serious. Are you with me? Okay, I I don't believe that's biblical. I think we totally got it wrong. I mean, that's not what the Bible says. Proverbs 17 says, A happy heart is good medicine, and a broken spirit dries up the bones. Who wants dried up bones? I don't. Who wants a happy, who wants a, a, a happy heart? And it's good medicine. And it backs up science. The Bible will always back up science. And again, let's not even get onto the whole Big Bang Theory, because like, there's absolutely no science backing that up. Like, I mean, 
I've studied medicine, I've dissected a human body. There is no way that came together in one random explosion. The intricate detail, the backup systems, the, I mean, yeah, yeah. But let's not go there. Let's focus. The Bible says happiness is good for your souls. It's food for your souls. Well, science has proven that um, when you are having fun, I just want to see where I wrote this here. Um, sorry, man. Oh, here we go. It lowers your blood pressure and it increases your endorphins. It helps with chronic pain. Fun has been proven by science to make you healthier, to be good for you. Now, I cannot deliver you a box of fun. Unfortunately, we can't order it online from Take-A-Lot. I love ordering most of my things from Take-A-Lot. It's so convenient. Um, it's not fun shopping with two daughters because they want to buy everything, so we just buy it online. Take-A-Lot, Superbalist, have great deals. Getting distracted, yeah. But why can't we order fun? Because it's not physical. Hey, fun is not physical. Money can't make you have fun. It could help you in a way. But money can lead to the opposite of fun. and often does. But fun is spiritual. And this, I really want to focus on this. Laughter and joy is what's going to get us through a lot of our tough times in life. Because fun is spiritual. And there's some of you sitting here today and you're going, Leanne, you don't know what I'm going through. I'm going through a really rough time. Maybe your job, maybe financial, maybe your marriage, maybe there's illness in your family. You're saying, Leanne, I'm actually going through seriously tough times and now you're telling me to just laugh my head off. I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm saying if you have real issues, then fun and laughter are actually what you need. They're going to be fuel for your spirit and food for your soul. And you need that. You need it. It's like Paul and Silas. They were in a jail. They were in chains. They were, they were probably going to get hanged. And they decided to praise and worship God, you know, and it sounds like they were having a lot of fun. Everyone joined in with them, all the other prisoners. And then, of course, the earthquake came and, and they were set free. But in the middle of incredible pain and stress and tough times, a good laugh and some fun can bring you such relief because it is spiritual. The Bible says it's good medicine. It's food for your soul. And if you're carrying a heavy load today, you need to make sure that you're surrounded by some people who can bring a bit of fun and joy into your life. Now, two weeks ago, I had a horrible experience. I put something on my face that was supposed to give me a glow. And let's just say I ended up with the head, a head the size of a pumpkin, eyes that were slits, and second-degree burns. And... Basically, I, had to, I was told I can't go outdoors or near the sun for 14 days. Um, if I had to show you guys pictures of what my face looked like, I mean, like my, the girls were like, Mommy, are you ever going to look the same again? And I was like, in Jesus' name. Like, and I'm just praying it. And 
listen, it was, it, I was in so much pain. I didn't sleep for about four nights. I just, I couldn't sleep. I was in so much pain. I had paraffin gauze all over my face because it was burns. And every time, so basically an allergic reaction that got my face so inflamed that it blistered and, and burnt. And I had paraffin gauze covering my face. And every time I, I turned onto a cushion, all the goo would ooze out. Yeah, sorry, oversharing. But I literally had to sit on the couch at night for about four nights because I couldn't sleep. I was, it was so sore. And I had to make a decision, how am I going to handle this? I think I cried one day because I was meant to preach at a women's conference last weekend. And I'd been prepping for months. And now I, have to, I sent them a picture of my face. And they were like, good Lord, we're praying for you. Like, there was no like, you know, it was. But, um, and, and I managed to get my sister to take my place. But I mean, it was awful. I thought like I was letting them down. I was missing out. I was prepped. Why did this have to happen now? Like, you know, you go through that. I gave myself one day and then I was like, now you're going to pull yourself together. Okay. Even for the girls and for Andre, you're going to pull yourself together. And um, I just started to, in Jesus name, it's going to get healed. In Jesus name, it's going to get better. I had, and actually I started to get, to, to become grateful because I had friends who were um, doctors who, and could give me the best products and people in, in the field that I got the best uh, regeneration stuff in the country, in the world. I mean, like, I, I was really well looked after, and that's something to be grateful for. Um, I had people praying for me. I had people dropping off food. I had people loving on me, and I actually had to go, you know what? I'm going to have a, a good attitude in this because God is good, and he is faithful. And, yeah, the timing sucks, but it could have been way worse. And I've still got a lot to be grateful for. I am so blessed. And just that perspective change. Changed the whole mood in the house. I think this is pretty profound. If I can just find it. I'm on a roll today, guys. I'm so sorry. It says that I wrote this here. It says it's not the load that breaks you down, but it's the way that you carry it. Now, you might be carrying a load today. The most important thing is how are you carrying it? Because we have a choice on how we carry the road, the load. If we go to Jesus, his Holy Spirit can give you an irrational joy and a peace that doesn't make sense. Like, my kids are like, are you ever going to look the same? I'm like, I'm going to be fine. That was an irrational joy. If I show you guys the pictures, you will understand. Uh, it was an irrational piece. But you might be in your final exams or getting ready for your finals or trying to hear about university or maybe there's issues in your marriage and like things are tough. There's a load that you're carrying. How are you going to carry the load? Are you going to let the Holy Spirit give you peace? Are you going to let God carry the load? Remember, the joy of the Lord is our strength. And even after singing that last song, we've always got something to be grateful for. Jesus saved our souls. The other thing about fun is that it's relational. It brings people together. If you are single and you don't want to be single, I suggest you smile. 
Also, if you're single and you don't want to be single, I suggest you laugh a bit more because it works your abs. Get a six pack maybe. Bad joke. But fun causes marriages to be stronger, friendships to be stronger. They actually did a study where they said people chose a workplace based on the fun that they had over the salary they got paid. That's how important it is to have fun. People are drawn to fun. If you've got no friends, you might need to add some sugar to your lemonade and be a little bit sweeter. Hey. The last thing about fun is it's attractive. We are attracted to fun things, fun environments and fun people. In my childhood, all the kids wanted to be at my house because that's where it was fun. And I want that for my girls. I want all the kids to want to be at our house because I want to know what they're up to. I want to see who they're hanging with. And so, yes, it's going to get messy. And I'm going to remind myself of what I preached when there are 14 tiles lying outside on the pool in summer. Hey, 14 tiles lying and, you know, they, they all go for the third tile and you're going, ah, go home. No. Thank you, Jesus, that they're here, that they're hanging out here. I want, I want it to be the fun house so that I can actually sew into my kids and know what they're up to. But people are attracted to where there's fun. So I've got to put some sugar in my lemonade. Even church. Church can be way too serious. Christians can be way too serious. And then there's no fun at church. Church should be fun. One of our values at View Church is that church should be enjoyed, not endured. You shouldn't be like, how much more do I have to sit through? You should be enjoying it. It should be fun. God has a serious sense of humor. I run out of time, but I could tell you stories. I have no doubt that God has a serious sense of humor and we will be laughing our heads off in heaven. And often when you're at a church and there's no fun, there are no people. Because it's like going to a funeral every Sunday. Like it's somber, it's sad. No one wants to go to a funeral every Sunday. And this is not a funeral. Why is this not a funeral? Because nobody died here. Jesus is alive. We sang about it. He defeated death. He got off the cross. And so we've got a lot to be happy about. This place should be fun. It should be a place of celebration, guys. I know you're going to celebrate like mad tonight when the Springboks kick butt. You've got more to celebrate here because you get to spend eternity in heaven with a God who loves you. Come on, that should make you happy. And if it doesn't make you happy, you don't really understand what God's done for you, how loved you are, how cared for you are. You have a reason to be so happy. He's our living hope. We sang hallelujah, that just means highest praises. We said, God, we're going to give you our highest praises because of you, I've been set free. So I don't have to live in addiction. I don't have to live in depression. I've got a living hope. That's Jesus because of you. Death has lost its grip on me. I don't, I don't have to spend eternity in hell because of you, Jesus. I'm going to sing. I'm going to worship you. I just want everyone to bow their heads.
If you are here this morning and you are not in a relationship with Jesus, I want to remind you that He is very much alive and He loves you very much. And you've got a massive reason to be happy. There's a God who made you with a purpose. There's purpose all over your life. He wants to be your joy, your strength. He doesn't want you to ever face a day alone. And all you have to do is ask Him to be Lord of your life. And you get to live in a relationship with Jesus forevermore. And if you've never made that decision to ask Him to be Lord of your life, I want to give you an opportunity this morning. Maybe you made the decision a long time ago, but you know you've drifted away and you need to recommit. This is the best decision you could ever make. Best decision I ever made. So with every head bowed and eyes closed out of respect, if you're saying the end, I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to get into a relationship with Him. I'm going to count to three and ask you to boldly put your hand up. One, God so loved the world. Two, that He gave His one and only Son. Three, just pop your hand up so I can see it. Pop it up boldly so I can see it, so I can pray for you. I see that hand. That's awesome. I see that hand. That's awesome. Anyone else? Best decision you could ever make. Just pop it up so I can see it. Come on, that's incredible. You are loved. You are called. Anybody else, you can just pop it up. See that hand? That's awesome. I don't want you to miss out. Anyone else? Okay. We're gonna, can we pray together as a family? Come on, we're in this together. Will you guys all repeat after me? Is that good? Dear Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross and paying the price for my sins. Today, I ask you to be Lord of my life, to forgive me of my sins. I want to be in a relationship with you. I want to know you. I want to walk with you every day. Thank you that you love me. Thank you that you created me on purpose. For a purpose. And the Bible says that I'm now saved and I'm changed and I'll never be the same. In Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, let's give God some praise. The whole of heaven goes nuts when someone prays that prayer. I love that thought that the whole of heaven's having a party. I'm going to hand over to James.